Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me in studio again is my co-host, Will. Say hello, dude. Hello, and I'm sitting here doing absolutely nothing to antagonize my co-host. He was going to, and then I called him on it, but then... You call me on it every single week. I do. I do. I really do. Anyway, we're enjoying our usual frosty beverages. I am drinking... I'm sorry with me this week. Firestone Union Jack IPA. Back to the slow in honor of San Luis Obispo, which you just moved away from. Yes. Uh, Firestone Walker is very good. Union Jack IPA, it's hoppy, hoppy, hoppy. Yeah, and I'm not so much with the hopness. <laughs> so um, I decided to go a little bit different. Usually I go with some lighter stuff, and this one is still pretty light, but I went with the Speakeasy Breweries uh, Prohibition Ale. It's a nice amber ale. It actually reminds me quite a bit of Newcastle. Uh, A little bit lighter, but it's uh, pretty darn tasty. And these creepy eyes on the neck bottle are getting me. Yeah, no, I I really like that brewery. And I usually drink the uh, the Double Daddy IPA. I'm Mm -hmm. a big fan of that one. So I think we have some good choices, man. This is going to be a good show. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will can be found at I am Will Griggs. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, so take the time to give us a positive rating. We got one. No. Yeah, we're up to ten, bro. Wow. Ten five-star ratings. I mean, I mean, we have a perfect score. We have 50 stars. That's math. I don't, I don't do that. But <laughs> we have a lot of stars, and we're excited. So thank you for the reviews. Keep them coming. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, we have timestamps in the show notes for non-SORTOR fans. We're going to start with SORTOR. We had a few things this week. And then we're going to jump to Star Wars and, of course, pop culture. Yep. So hop around if you need to or stay with us for the entire ride. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, before we forget, we are going to do a drawing this week. I didn't want to forget. I wanted to put it at the very top of the show. We're going to do a drawing for, it's going to be, I think, a Hypercrate. Yeah, that's very. we have a very uh, cool listener and patron who... Mm-hmm. Uh, our patron who is uh, supplying us with something for our listeners. Yeah, he is going to supply a hypercrate, I think. But either way, it's going to be something Swotor related. But if you don't play Swotor, I think all of our patrons are Swotor fans. Yes. And they play the game, so we're not worried about that. Anyway, but yes, definitely become a patron. Segway. Uh, so thanks to all our patrons. And, uh, you know, we'll be doing another drawing probably in a few episodes, probably five or ten episodes. But we're still working towards our milestone goal, which are, is our roundtable. Yes. Which is going to be fun. That is going to be fun. So a buck or two an episode, help us out. We'll give you cartel packs eventually. Um, And of course, you want to get more patrons. And if you want to be awesome, awesome and want some socks, if you're a fan of socks for the, you know, want to get some socks for the wife, the kids, whatever, let me know. Uh, Ten bucks an episode for four weeks, we'll get you beer and socks. And I can personally say not only are these socks cool, Mm. but they are comfy. Cool and comfortable. That's a double C. Yes. Look at that. Uh, And clever. Oh, let's get the alliteration going. All right, so thanks to all of our patrons. We appreciate it. And, of course, we have audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. And you can get a 30-day free trial. Get a free book. And I think we can't not recommend Aftermath since it just came out last week. Absolutely. The first new literary canon between episode 6 and 7. And I started it. I am I'm a few hours in. The only issue I think I have, the story's okay so far, I'm not really, it's good. It hasn't hooked you yet. It hasn't hooked me yet. I think it will once, you know, there's some returning characters. We'll kind of talk more about next week when I finish it. But the point of view is a little, the, the tense is a little weird. Um, I, I, maybe it's the audiobook too. I can't figure it out. But I will come back with a full report next week. But definitely check it out if you want to know what happens in between 6 and 7. And you get it for free if you use our link audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. I'm also really excited about uh, Shattered Empire. Me too, which we will definitely talk about next week. Yeah, next week will be a, a we'll, we'll have a larger um, comics section. Oh yeah, so. we'll get to that later. Um, Alright man, so I think that's uh, that's it for the pre-show stuff. Should we just jump into Star Wars The Old Republic? Absolutely. Do it. Do you want to fight? I'm ready. Against 
dead. I will share all of this with you, if you will only kneel. <laughs> so, <laughs> since we're in a, an audio medium, you can see me. I looked over at Will <laughs> to see if he was going to pew-pew. And I think the reason he did is because our first community shout-out is to <laughs> Seth the Elder on Twitter. Uh, this guy cracks me up. So he tweeted us after last week's show. And he, he I think this is the best hashtag I've ever seen. He said, bring back the pew, 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 pew. Pepe me pew cracked me up. And I remember, I can't remember what episode that was, but that was a while back. And then he put hashtag the usual podcast, hashtag free pew, pew movement. I mean... <laughs> I love our listeners. So thank you for that. We, we should get Seth the Elder and uh, um, uh, who's it that doesn't want the pews? Zern. Oh, Zern, yeah. <laughs> we should get Seth the Elder and Zern into a, into a Twitter war over pews. <laughs> Whoever comes up with the best hashtag, right? Um, no, I, I I don't really care either way. I just thought it was pretty funny that people actually cared. I, I find it funny because, you know, I never really thought about it, right? Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. you know... Anybody who actually meets me in person, right? I right. just randomly will make noises sometimes. Makes noises, Indeed. and it just it just kind of happened. Well, and it just I went with it, right? But I find it funny because I've listened to like two podcasts in the last couple of weeks, and they both happen to make pew pew noises. <laughs> and then I was watching, gosh, I want to say it was at midnight or Camp Peel or something this week, and they made pew pew noises. Oh my god! And I'm like, so I've started a movement. I think. I think Seth freed Pew Pew with his tweet. I think he did. He, so now everybody's doing he it. He put it out in the universe. Indeed. Well, thanks, buddy. All right. So also community shouts in Sotor. I want to give a big, giant, super giant um, congrats to Tio. Yeah. His new Padawan arrived. Congrats, Tio. And um, with two young Padawans of my own, I can honestly say it's entertaining. Okay. You know, actually, I, I don't play with, with Tio. So is it a Padawan or is it an Acolyte? It's a Padawan. He's a pub. Is he? For the most okay. part. I think, he, I think he was pub for a while, and then he switched to... Um, I, think he, I think his main's a Guardian, though, if okay. I remember right. So it's a Padawan. So congrats, dude. Um, best of luck to you and your family. I hope everybody's doing great. And um, if you need parenting advice, uh, not me. <laughs> not me. Um, all right, so guild info, real quick, before we get into our weekend game, which is actually will probably overlap... Um, we, of course, moved to the Harbinger server. We're an Unholy Alliance and Wookiee Mistake. And we have been having a good time. We, I'm having, almost every single time I log in, I'm talking to somebody on Guild. It's, it, it's just, it's fun. So I think we, this will kind of segue into our weekend game. So um, I've been having a good time on the Guild, too. We did a couple events in the last week, which was great. Uh, we, I can't remember what night that was. When night was it we ran the ops? I can't even remember. Uh, it Saturday. It was Saturday. Saturday. Was it Saturday? Yeah. No, Saturday was the... Oh, no, it was Sunday. Sa- yeah, okay. So, Sunday we ran um, EV mm-hmm. and uh, KP, Krogus Palace, and it was a blast. We had a bunch of people on. Uh, Will had never done it before. I had done it back in the day. Um, actually, I had done EV a couple weeks ago anyway. Um, and it was just fun to have, like, no pressure, just go in... We explained it all and it, and it went well, right? Yeah, until until we got into the the main <laughs> vault yeah. in the EV and and I you know died and well it didn't help that I was running about twelve FPS. Yeah, he and was so I was, some... <laughs> I was getting stuck in lava constantly, but then I, I died and the thing is it was I when I died they beat the boss and so uh, then I took the speeder in and I got to but then I had to drop down to the bottom. And then we couldn't find him. He was like lost in the lava somewhere, and somebody finally found you and resurrected you. I think, it was, I think you. it was Lou. Well, he resurrected no, you. No, Lou died trying to resurrect yeah, me. Yeah, he went in after you. He died, and then someone pulled you before you died. Yeah, and then that person died. But anyway, it was all fine. Uh, we had a really good time. KP was went off without a hitch. I think that was pretty straightforward. Um, then on Saturday in the afternoon was one of those moments where I just could be at home and play games and. Uh, the guild was running a Killing Commanders deal, and we just ran planet to planet. Yeah, Marshall and, texted me, I jumped yeah. on, and, and we just went from planet to planet, and instance to instance, and killed some commanders. It was a really fun way to spend a Saturday. Yeah, I unlocked like three uh, achievements doing yeah, that. Yeah, and this guy and his achievements, he was pumped. Yeah, it was. So. All right, man. Well, um, anyway, so definitely uh, check us out on the Harbinger server. If you were with us on the Shadowlands and you're like, where do these guys go? Just come on over. It's going to be fun. 
Yes, it is a nice, fun guild. And we'll have a great time. Very active. Very active indeed. So, we have our, before we get out of this, we have our first official WOG run. Yep. We're recording this on Wednesday. It won't be out before to, before we actually do the run, but we're having our first WOG run. WOG run. That's actually kind of hard to say. On and Thursday the 10th. Thursday the 10th. We will report back next week for sure, but uh, we're going to do the GRI event. The GRI event's back. Which, I'm excited because I think I'll hit Legendary this week. Same here. If you want to learn a little bit more about our uh, our WOG group, uh, just go on over to the Passionately Casual website oh, yeah. and uh, and check out the nice little uh, animated video that Jess did. Yeah, the animated video is great. Um, definitely check it out and join the GRI event. I don't know. Is it more than a week or just a week they're sticking around? I wonder. But yeah, I think I'll be able to hit Legendary too, man. I'm excited. So finally, because I've been kind of not doing that or not making an effort to try to do that when the GRI event's here. So. All right, shall we get into news? Absolutely. News! It's like a ticker tape. Oh. No. Okay. Free the ticker tape. Mm, I don't no. think anybody's going to pull on the ticker tape, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. So, news. We have a, kind, of, kind of a lot, but not a whole lot. Um, I'm going to save the brand new for 4.0 stuff. Uh, for our like discussion section, I'm gonna lump it all together. Right. So I'm just gonna cover a few things that they're doing um, that came out right after we recorded last week. So people were starting to get antsy. We're what a month away from the expansion? Roughly? Uh, a little bit over, yeah, but yeah. it's getting close. So we're getting close. Um, and somebody posted, you know, any ETA on the new information about coffee. So basically, they came out and said, um, I know there are some questions about when you're gonna have some new Fallen Empire info. So they're scheduling some tidbits. So this is what they're planning on doing. And we got some of it already, which we'll talk about. Um, their plan is that starting this week, over the next four weeks, they'll be releasing three class-related rota- blogs each week. One blog will cover the class changes, which, uh, which the mirrors are receiving. The other two blogs will be a full recap of those class stories told from the SWOTOR Encyclopedia. So for this week, uh, we're supposed to be getting the class changes coming with Knights and Warriors, which we already got, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. A recap of the Sith Warrior story. Haven't seen that yet. It's Wednesday. And a recap of the Jedi Knight story. Also haven't gotten that yet. So we'll see. Hopefully we get it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 funny. I mean, the Jedi Knight story was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of the more important uh, overall continuum-wise. I think the keyword really is iconic. It was very much yeah. a Jedi Knight, you know? Yeah. But the so Sith Warrior story was phenomenal exactly and so I'm, I'm looking forward to the recaps the written story version and it, it should be interesting yeah i finished the sith warrior story story fairly recently so that one's fresh in my mind um actually both those were some of the last two i did in fact maybe the trooper was the last but anyway um all right so then next we're gonna get let's see somebody posted i assume the recaps are a recap of their one to 60 story so spoilers and then, of course, they said, yeah, there's going to be spoilers. Um, they're going to call out on the blogs as well. So but definitely they're going to be spoiling the 1 to 50 storyline. So if there's a class you haven't done, you might want to get on that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's this uh, Reno Tarshall says it, these story blogs aren't for the veterans. They're for the new people because that's who they're actually targeting with this release. Major, 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 oh, absolutely. Mostly. So um, it just makes sense that that's what they're trying to do. And I think you have to do that. If you're gonna, oh, absolutely. If you're going to get a brand new player... They're going to start at level 60. They're going to be like, well, what happened from 1 to 60, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to be able to recap the, the class stories and that kind of thing. So, right. Um, and, and, and again, it's not for us. Most of us who have been playing the game for four years have gone through all eight storylines. Yeah, but it's still not a bad... Re- I mean, for those of us who have been playing for four years and have played all eight storylines, you know, you go from all to all, and we've most likely finished all the class stories a couple years ago. Right. So it, it's not bad to have a little recap. I think the one that's... Least fresh in my mind is uh, probably maybe it's the trooper actually because I was thinking that might have been that was the last one I did but it wasn't it was somewhere in the middle it was a long time ago the trooper one was always kind of like the most forgettable one for me maybe that's why um, the one that's <laughs> that's just burned in my brain is the bounty hunter because that was the first yeah. one I ever did and I have recently gone through I have a mercenary I've been leveling to thirty so I just recently saw that level that that storyline too right. so. Um, all right, so a couple other things. There were some issues on the Harbinger, as usual. There was something with um, character transfers that was kind of bugged that they fixed. Um, but there's a link in the show notes if you want to follow that. That's old news. And then um, there was a post about excuse me, class missions being removed or altered. Someone's asking, well, basically, will the, story, will the class stories, planetary storylines, and side missions be removed? 
or altered for the Kotfi expansion. So he's assuming, what does he say? I was under the assumption, assumption, assumption? I was under the assumption that it will all remain the same until you get 16 star coffee content, in which you'll be moved to another instance, sort of. Um, say I start a trooper after launch of coffee, will that trooper go through the trooper storyline that has always been there since launch? Um, so the answer really is if you start a brand new level one character, you'll still be playing the trooper class story. Which, God, if they went back and changed all that, that'd be insane. Absolutely. Uh, the planetary arcs and more, all that'll be there. Um, and it is true that they have changed some changes planned for leveling in Fallen Empire, but we aren't going to take things away from you. So they're just streamlining the leveling. Now, there's been some speculation about what streamlining leveling means, and they're saying, oh, we're going to take out 12 times XP when the expansion comes. Dude, I don't think they're going to take out 12 times XP. I think it's just going to be your class stories are going to be worth a whole crap load. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if it, is it... They're probably going to just increase coins and experience and take away 12 XP. Where it might not be exactly 12 XP, but it's going to be a larger than what it would normally be. And I think it's going to be close, for sure. You know, and I and I personally, I like that because there's a couple classes that I would love to level up through 12 times XP, but I know I'm not going to do it before the expansion, you know. Right. I have that mercenary to finish, and I have a guardian, no, yeah, a guardian that I'm leveling, but there's no way that's going to happen. Well, I mean, I still have all the tunes I'm starting on Jun Ma, so. Because well, you're a crazy person. I am but crazy. we have established that weeks ago. All right. Um, other news. Uh, the next Cantina Tour event in New York. Uh, it's going to be at the Hard Rock Cafe Thursday, October 8th. And it doesn't say anything. It does say there's going to be the vehicle code, food, drink, swag, all that stuff as usual. There's also going to be a, um, which I think there's a link in the post, uh, or maybe it was a separate post. I saw it on the website. There's going to be a cosplay contest. Well, it just makes sense because this is lined up, I believe, with New York Comic Con. It is. Yeah. So, which is cool, which I'm excited about that. But it also doesn't say anything about live streaming or anything like that. So, we'll see. Which, just a little sidebar here, going into the pop culture thing, is that I, I've always, I, New York Comic Con is one of the ones I definitely want to hit sometime soon. Oh, yeah. Um, and one of the reasons is if you've seen Ted 2, which came out this summer, um, it takes, it takes place partially in New York and during New York Comic Con and they go to the con, <laughs> but there's a scene where they're driving down the street and a stormtrooper and a cos, stormtrooper cosplay, uh, stops in front of their, Karn says, am I walking here? You know, the, like the, the <laughs> typical line from Midnight Cowboy. Okay. Um, but it is Ralph Garman in the Stormtrooper <sighs> outfit. That's right. I love Ralph Garman. I do too. I just like that he keeps showing up and stuff. Seriously. <laughs> Except for any Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, well, and that's a whole different story. All right, so let's get to the major changes. There's a few things we need to cover, and then we'll pretty much be done with Sotor, man. But there's a couple things in here that I think are definitely worth talking about. I, I put the link in the show notes for um, their first blog post, which was Game Update 4.0, Class Changes, Jedi Knight, and Sith Warrior. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm not going to go through the nitty-gritty stuff. We don't typically do that on this, on this show. But what I'm going to do is read the first little blurb and what they're trying to do with the class. And then we'll just kind of go from there. So um, it says, thanks for reading our first installment of Class Change Blogs that we'll be releasing uh, leading up to the release of Star of Knights of the Fallen Empire. This week, we're going to talk about the quintessential Star Wars companion champions, Jedi Knights and Sith Warriors. If I could read, it'd be better. In game 4.0, we wanted to increase the mobility of these formidable combatants in order to allow them to realize their full potential on the battlefield and to make them more difficult to kite. The new Knight Warrior ability... Blade Blitz and Mad Dash emphasizes this, this desi- design intention. Um, emphasize this design intention. The the Night Warrior players will find that they have an easier time staying on target. I like that while in combat. Uh, below you can find a work in progress changes. So on this post they're they're putting a bunch of changes on here. So <laughs> the one thing I heard on a couple podcasts already is they're changing the names of. I'm just jumping th- around here, but Master Strike's been renamed to Blade Dance. Oh, you know what? They were when we were in when we were doing the the uh, the commanders run. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse was talking about the blade dance. Oh, because she was doing that with that emo. Yeah, that's actually really funny. I didn't think about that. Yeah, so um, basically, the reasoning behind this is all of the other strike abilities were linked, and so they're changing. Ma- uh, so it says the Jedi Knight's master strike ability has been renamed Blade Dance because Sorsu form reduces the focus gain by strike abilities, um, but master strike does not generate or cost focus so they're just making it align with the with the way right. that, what they're calling it it's a vocab issue not a gameplay issue. indeed but it's 
people, I just thought it was funny. People are having a bit of an issue with the term blade dance. I don't give a crap, but you know, it is what it is. So you can read the changes. We're not going to go through all of these. Uh, let's see. There's going to be some new utilities. They're also changing when you get stuff. Uh, so they're tearing it because it's going up to 65 now. There's new skills, all kinds of stuff. I mean, again, we don't really jump into this stuff. Um, actually, I thought this was kind of cool. New passive skill, Blood Master slash Burn Master, which, which I think is kind of cool. But anyway, look, you can go through all this stuff. Uh, all the links are in the show notes. Again, we don't typically go through the nitty-gritty of the classes. Um, I'm intrigued by it. I haven't really played my Warrior or any or my Knight or anything in a while. Um, but I'd like to go back to my... Actually, my Sith Warrior is one I still need to get to 60. He's still at 55. So, I know. I'm slacking, dude. It's, it's not a big deal. All right. So, they are going to cover the uh, Imperial Agent and the Smuggler next, which I imagine is next week. Then the Bounty Hunter Trooper and then the Inquisitor Consular. So there was some uproar online a little bit. They were saying, "You do? Are you going to do the smuggler and stuff last, like you did last time?" And they're like, "Well, actually, we're doing it next week." So, boom. Does it really matter either? Everything matters, dude. It's the internet. True. Everything matters on the internet. The other big thing is they're removing uh, Eternity Vault and Karaga's Palace, which we just did. They're removing the nightmare modes, which makes a whole lot of sense. So. Basically what they're saying is around launch we implemented the Nightmare versions of Attorney Vault and Karaga's Palace. They were not quite the same as the Nightmare modes you're used to now. Basically these old Nightmare Ops were simply the same Ops with more health and did more damage. So with the changes making in Fallen Empire all operations will now be at max level. This means the differences between Hard Mode and Nightmare EV KP doesn't stack up. So they're chain- they're taking them out. Yeah, there's there was no I mean in I mean I'm just assuming because I'm a total Ops newbie. Mm. is that there was no mechanics differential. Right. It was basically just a health thing. So essentially, since they're upping... So this is what they're doing. And this will make more sense, too. Um, they're going to be removing Nightmare Mode Attorney Vault and Karagas Palace from the game with the launch of Fallen Empire. It will raise a couple of questions about things like titles and achievements. So, any unique drops that were found in these Nightmare Modes will now drop in Hard Mode. Cool. So we're not losing any stuff. Not Not equipment. Not unique drops. Okay. But are we losing the achievements? Yes. So let me. So I'll do this one at a time. The time run titles for Nightmare Mode can no longer be earned in Fallen Empire. Okay. So if you were one of those people that was trying to do that, you got to do it now. Any achievements that you have earned for these Nightmare Modes will be moved to a new archive section under Ops that can no longer be earned. So you won't be able to get them. But if you have them, you'll still see them. Right. If you would like to get the time run titles for Nightmare Achievements, uh, now's your chance. Get in there before Fallen Empire launches. Um, so the thing is, and the Nightmare modes right now are doable for us even. So yeah, I was talking I'm, I'm to, still uh, I'm gonna have to get a little bit better connection, but I'm still pretty much gonna be dead weight in Nightmare mode. So <laughs> we have to talk to my guild, make sure they're cool, <laughs> with carrying me through dead weight. We'll carry you, buddy. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> dead weight. All right. Um, so. They are doing No, this. seriously. When we were doing our... Yeah, our, dead weight. Yeah. Literally. Our EV. Died. I was literally dead weight. I mean, I died. They had to pull me to revive me. Yeah, we got that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so the achievement, the achievements are going to be an issue. Okay. So if you want to get the achievements, you got to do it now. Okay. So we're, we're going to try it. We're going to do EV and KP Nightmare at some point between now and... Launch, I think it's important. I want yeah. to, I want to get the achievements. That'd be sweet. Well, honestly, it wouldn't be. I mean, horrible. I mean, we're going to be doing you know wog runs mm-hmm. the next few weeks. I mean, it wouldn't be bad to you know do that as like our second to last run or final run before Kotfi and and get those achievements for the new, the ops newbies. And I, and I think it's important too that since we while we can do it at level sixty and it's level fifty nightmare, I think that's important. What's up? I just saw the the conquest point. Oh yeah, we're going to get into conquest. That way. So, conquest changes in Fallen Empire. This is something else that's that's very important. I think it's a great change. So, this some of this is really cool. Okay, so they're making conquest changes. Uh, so, this is what's being adjusted. Uh, one thing that we noticed, and this is them. Re- this is the, what they said. So, one thing that we noticed in looking at conquest is that not as many players as we would hope are completing their personal targets. We feel this may be because the targets too, are too high, requiring more time to complete than many players have available. I know that was the case for me. There was no way I was hitting that every week. Yeah, and actually, they point out here that um, in looking at our data and in seeing playing feedback, one thing we've noticed is that many guilds are primarily using the repeatable crafting objective yep. to gain points for conquest. And I will be honest, that was the only way I was ever able to get the 
the target was when I would constantly craft. And that's how those guilds with the 35 million conquest points were getting is because they were just stockpiling stuff and at the last minute they'd go in and open them up. And have like, yeah. Yep. So some other things are changing. So all conquests will be previously required that were previously required 35,000 target points um, is now 20,000. Uh, Titans of Industry will remain at 25,000. Galactic War will remain at 50,000. And Trade Emporium will remain at 25,000. And um, it says, note that guilds will still comp- compete as normal for the top 10 on each planet once these targets have been reached. So, as we'll mention, the crafting is definitely a big deal. So what they're going to do, uh, due to this, they're making the following changes to crafting and conquest. The objective conquest war supplies is no longer repeatable and is set to reward 2,000 conquest points for any conquest that included that objective. I think the problem with that is that they waited too long. They waited a long time. A lot of these guys a lot of used people... it. And got their titles and, and then left. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that. I mean, I, I hope I can talk to Jesse and get the guilds to be more proactive in doing conquest weekly. Yeah. Um, they seem to be doing it regularly, but I, I mean, that, that's one thing I like is I like objective style gaming. I do too, and I and I think you know with this change, I don't have to worry so much about crafting as much as I love crafting. It was a little bit daunting to know that I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I get this. Oh, I don't have this component. I got to get this. And then got to make sure I queue this up and then log back in. And, and some like, of the, and the, the crafting you get the points for the, you know, the, the war supplies and stuff, right. they're only available to be done by certain yeah. Kind of crafters. Yeah. And I, and honestly, I'd rather just go do something, do a couple flashpoints, do this, do that. And then, and then be done. And it's actually more fun to do that stuff with, with people. With exactly. It's like the commander runs. We were getting conquest points for that, and oh, yeah. it was just fun to do. Yeah, it was really cool. So those are the changes we know about now. There was one piece of news that dropped right before we recorded. I'm going to pull up here for a second. There's some uh, character transfer maintenance. So uh, quick heads up, they're going to be temporary disabling character transfer starting tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., uh, transfers will remain disabled until we come out of maintenance on Tuesday, September 15th. Uh, we're going to be working through character transfer through character transfer things behind the scenes during that time, which is why we're disabling it. Any ideas why they would be doing this, I wonder? What are they going to be changing? Are they still working on their better-than-cross-server thing? Um, I think it's a combination of that, plus, you know, like we were having issues with the Harbinger going down. You know, yeah. it's you know, maybe they're just it's going to be just like cleaning up code or whatever to, to just make it more streamlined and make it so uh, just, you know, more stable. Totally. I'm with you, dude. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about these changes again. I'm, I don't, I don't live and die by, you know, (laughs) what do you call it? Uh, class changes. Honestly, I just, when they make the change, I adjust. I'm, that's not my, really my thing. So if you're looking for hardcore that Mm -hmm. there's definitely some podcasts that are going to dive into it more, but we have the links. Um, you know, if you want us to talk about something specific, you know, let us know. Otherwise we're just going to gloss over it. Like we always do. But but (laughs) I'm more excited about the, um, I want to get the nightmare stuff done and I'm stoked about the conquest changes, man. I would like to get back into conquest because I don't have those titles. I really like to get those titles. Me too. Absolutely. And and I, I think it's good timing that, um, with us joining these new guilds, mm-hmm. or us newly joining these established guilds, yeah, it's going to be helpful. Yeah, indeed. All right, dude. So I guess that's it for Sotor. Blaze through that. Glossed. We did. Glossed, even. We, we glossed. Glossed. Well, let's gloss right into uh, Star Wars. I think we're going to skip Podcast Corner this week. Well, yeah, we've, we've given a lot of love over the last few weeks, and... Uh, I think we're trying to catch up with some of the new podcasts we're listening to. So, and I've been I listen to a lot of plumbing. Dude, Death Star. you've been mobbing through plumbing, <laughs> like plumbing the Death Star. Like I've listened to like over half of them, like a lot. That's a lot. Anyway, all right, skipping, skipping. What's that flashing? The losing the deflector shield. Both trap yourselves in. I'm gonna make a jump to light speed. <laughs> All right, so Star Wars, welcome. All right, so only one community shout-out really quick, and this is not really a podcast corner because we have. I just wanted to give Cantina Cast a little love, mostly because they are on um, the latest edition of Coffee with Kenobi. And, Hitting the big time. And that's, it's a, I mean, once you're on there, I mean, that's it. They'll never talk to us again, probably. Probably not. With yeah. the with usual podcast, why would we yeah. want to, you know, stay up late? We've, we've been record. on what show? Oh, yeah. well. Stay up late to record with some West Coast noobs? I mean, come on. <laughs> Anyway, dude, it's, I started listening to it. I haven't finished it yet. Um, it's a good show. 
Uh, and anytime Cantina casts on an episode of anything, I, I usually tune in. I like those guys. So Yeah, they're good guys. Um, all right, so back into Star Wars stuff. We're not going to do comics this week. And this is week two of us skipping, but we're going to stockpile them onto a nice one next we're week. We're going to do a nice little comics uh, chunk next week. Uh, just two bits of news. Uh, the first one, you already mentioned the Shattered Empire dropped today. The cover looks great because it's just a, basically a cool. a family portrait almost, a screenshot of of the Ewok celebration yeah. at the end of, Je- of Jedi. Leia has her hair done. Like Absolutely, the, yeah. all in green and, <laughs> you know, Han's in his vest and everything. It's really cool. Nice. So I'm looking for that. And then uh, the other one, actually, I didn't know about you. told me about this mm-hmm. today. What is that? Um, there's a C-3PO comic that was announced. And that is awesome. I'm not sure when it's coming out. Uh, do we know when it's coming out? I would guess it's going to drop probably in November. Yeah. Uh, once we get uh, near the, the end of Lando's run. Yeah, it says... The, the, the cool... The thing is, I don't remember when it's going to come out. No, it doesn't say when it's coming out. But what's cool about it is a lot of people notice that C-3PO in The Force Awakens has a red arm. Mm-hmm. And this... I mean, you can see it on the cover. There's a link in the show notes. The cover of it shows him with the red arm. And this is going to explain why he indeed has a red arm. So Very I think that's cool. pretty cool. Um, so now, is this a, is this a one shot or is this going to be a run? Yeah, it says or a limited run. This beer is crazy. It says so. Uh, Star Wars special C three PO number one this week. This week. Oh, announced it this week. Sorry, it's a one shot comic. Uh, okay, following cool. the protocol droid on a solo adventure. Somewhere along the way, he'll get his red arm, presumably in a less heroic fashion than Anakin and Luke's robotic limbs. So I'm I'm guessing it's going to actually I'm thinking it's going to be the uh, beginning of December, right before the film release. Um, because you're going to get Lando to drop in October and November, right. and that'll be the end of his five-issue run. It'll probably come out that next month, if not that month. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it says later this year it was announced with the Force Friday festivities. Yes. So, um, all right, so let's see. So we're going to skip comics, so let's see what else we have here. So we have some film news. Oh, Lord, man. Did you see this stuff I put in here? Yeah, I, I, I'd i seen um, the the second and third note here. Uh, so okay. it's, bring Let's start with those. Yeah. Bring up the first one. Okay, I'll bring up the first one. So we have the Force Awakens soundtrack is now available for pre-order. I'm excited about I'm a huge, huge, huge John Williams fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, have been for years, um, and I'm really excited. I mean, one of these one of these years, I'm actually going to make it to his performance at the Hollywood Bowl he does every year. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, it would be phenomenal. Um, but I'm excited about this. I still remember it back in 99... Uh, I was still working at my music store down in LA, and the the soundtrack for uh, Phantom Menace came out. Oh yeah! And they had the 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 main issue one, but they came out with a deluxe edition with a blue cover with Maul on the cover, and it oh, had nice. yeah, and it had not, and I still have it, and I actually don't own too many CDs still, <laughs> um, but this is one of them, and uh, it had not only the the uh, the film version of um, the score version of Duel of the Fates. Which is still arguably oh, my favorite Star song. Wars song. So amazing! Um, but it had the version that played on the radio, which had the lines from the movie. Oh, not really? just yeah, it had like the you know now is the time to reveal ourselves yeah, to the yeah. Jedi line and stuff like that. Oh, that's badass! So it was a really cool version. It's like it was like six seven minutes long. It was very cool, and I, I still have that CD. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna buy it. I mean, why, why would I not? Um, so I'm excited about that. And then there's also, well, I'll get to this other one in a minute. This was reported. I found this on, uh, comicbooknews.com. This is, this is interesting. Okay. This worries me a little. So can I, you want me to read this? Is it about the release dates? Yeah. The release dates. Go ahead and say it. I'm not worried about it. Okay. Go ahead. And I'm maybe, I don't understand how time works kind of, but (laughs) let's, let's talk about this. So. It's it basically the title of it is uh, Force Awakens it will be one day earlier in the UK and two days in France. So those across the pond will awaken to the Force one day earlier than their US counterparts as Disney has announced the Force Awakens will open December 17th. Um, it's officially set to open in the US on Friday, December 18th, but the uh, an official announcement came from a UK Facebook page, Star Wars UK Facebook page. So, um, and then they updated it. It's coming out two days earlier in France, so it's coming out in December on December 16th, Wednesday. So, do I need to live in France? <laughs> um, or are they would... literally in the past? No. I'm confused this about is actually, time. No, the, time is normal, oh, and okay. time is relevant. Indeed. But um, this is really not uncommon mm-hmm. um, for for a couple of reasons. Um, 
The main one is is not every country releases their movies on Fridays. That's a good point, buddy. I mean, the the U.S. Uh, traditionally movie releases on Fridays, special releases on Wednesdays, midnight showings change that. Right. Uh, the only other special times you get releases on Easter for religious movies occasionally, major releases on Christmas, okay. stuff like that. Um, but for standard releases and mostly for for big budget films, um, you get majorly different release dates around the world. Um, I, I think I remember um, the latest Mission Impossible film to open a week early in, in China. Oh, okay. Um, it's just, it depends on the distribution companies in those regions. And then there's sometimes where they don't get them in, um, in say, China for a month after release. Right. It really varies. Well, can I say why I'm worried now? Because you're going to see spoilers on Facebook? Well, I'm not going to go on social media. Oh, no. Period. I've got a couple of friends that actually live in the UK, and they are geeks like I am, and so I will purposely avoid their Facebook posts. Well, I I just don't want to see something that I can't unsee before I see the movie. I think I said that really well. You did. That was very well said. It it actually reminds me a lot of, um, um, I still remember there was a, I I don't know how apocryphal this story was, but there was a story going around when the sixth Harry Potter book came out, Half-Blood Prince. You know, people were waiting hours and hours in line for the midnight release. And a guy who didn't even like Harry Potter went in, bought the book, read the last couple pages, oh, and then God. got in his truck and drove up and down in front of the Barnes Noble he got it at and yelled out, Dumbledore dies! Oh. Spoilers. What a jerk. Well, I'm sorry. That book came out a decade <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, no, I'm not worried about it. That's like when I'm teaching Star Wars right now to my students. And I'm like, yeah, uh, 35-year-old spoiler, uh, Darth Vader's Luke's father. So, okay, sorry. I'm going this is something that completely cracked me up. I sat in on Marshall's class the other day <laughs> and they were uh he was playing uh, a new hope. And we watched the cantina scene and then the meeting with Han Solo, right? And I swear to the maker that I was sitting in the back of class and three rows in front of me, this girl leaned next leaned to the guy next to her and said, "What's that guy's name? How do you spell Han Han what?" Han what? <laughs> Yeah, look, it's it's really a trip, and I was going to talk about this a little bit more next week um, because I did get some curriculum from Star Wars in the classroom. I've been a rogue on that site for a long time, and there's a lot of people teaching. I'm doing it. I'm doing a hero's journey unit, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> just seeing one of the girls today in my class, she just she gets very entertained by things, which is cool. But like she was just, her mind was blown. She's just sitting there like the whole time. Her like jaws dropped. And I'm like, this is episode four. Like, oh my God, what if I show you episode, you know, three? What are you going to see when, you know, it's it, it was pretty cool. So it's been a really fun week. Uh, I started it last week. But uh, yeah, man, I, I'm i worried a little bit. Back to what we're talking about. I'm worried a little bit about seeing spoilers in the age of social media. People really want to go out of their way and do that. I will not be online a couple no. days before that. In fact, I will be online, hopefully. Yes. Lined up, right? You and I will be lined up somewhere with... Uh... A DVD that is not connect, or a, a laptop that is not connected <laughs> to the internet, yeah, yeah. with our digital copies of the saga that we're watching. I'm just gonna watch that. I'm excited. I'm worried a little bit about seeing spoilers, but I think it'll be fine. Um, this last piece of news that I think I want to talk about here, it says there's an official website now for the Force Awakens. Have you seen this? I mean, it's 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 very there's nothing there. No, it's very common for for uh, movies to have their own websites. Yeah, um, and actually, this all goes back to. The first, um, the, the, it's really funny. When you go back to older movies that came out in the rise of the internet, yeah. you know, most old movie websites are dead, but there's a couple that are still active. Really? Yeah. Actually, you can still get to the Space Jam Stop it. website, and it oh. is very remedial, which is awesome. Space Jam. But my favorite is because it was the birth of online guerrilla marketing. Yeah. Um, you know, you had guerrilla marketing with, like, the Blair Witch Project, right? Yeah, that was yeah. very well done. But I still remember all throughout the winter of, of 98 going into 99 was, what is the Matrix? Yeah. Oh, man, that was so great. Exactly. And the yeah. website was whatisthematrix.com. And I believe that is actually still available online. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm, you know, there's not much there. You can get some wallpapers, a couple, you know, the trailers and stuff and in there. And for but... those of us that are total geeks, wallpapers and... And well, I'm changing my wallpaper. Right now I have Fallen Empire on this. I think on my laptop I'm going to put Force Awakens. Cause... Yeah, actually I've got a, a an old picture from the 1920s or 19-teens of uh, 
snowy New York of the Flatiron Building is on my. Yeah, that, I don't know why I shared that. You can cut that yeah, out. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it in. <laughs> yes, I love art, old style architecture. New York history fascinates me, and my favorite building in New York is the Flatiron Building. And now you know. All right, so merchandise. In knowing's half the battle. G.I. Joe. Okay, so let's get to merchandise because this was kind of the big deal this week. We had Force Friday. Yes. And I didn't buy anything. Neither did I. Will didn't buy anything. Because I'm poor. Well, and I just I didn't I just barely got paid. I paid all my bills. I didn't have any money for stuff. And honestly, dude, this is gonna sound weird, and maybe this is blasphemy, but for me, I have a hard time buying merchandise. Before I see the film? Totally understandable. But. And, real quick, and, because I feel like, not because I'm afraid I'm not going to like the film, but that I don't know what I want to buy yet. I don't know what I'm going to like a lot yet. I think that's the big point. Um, I think with this particular movie, the one exception is the remote control BB-8 droid. Which, I'm glad you brought that up. Continue. Um, that, if I had the money, I would buy. Right now. I already put it on my wish list um, for Christmas. But um, for those of you that follow Chris Hardwick, he posted something on Instagram when he went to uh, um, Target. Jesse got one, by the way. Yeah, Jesse yeah. got a BBH. She also got a, a Millennium Falcon Lego set. Oh, my God. I which want the Legos. Is, which I thought was cool. But um, I was watching at midnight last night, uh, their first episode back after their hiatus, and Chris Hardwick was talking about he went to Target on Force Friday and he bought some stuff, and uh, he bought the BB-8 droid, and he bought... they They have... Uh, three foot tall. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kylo Ren. They which have, sold out uh, like crazy, but he bought the Darth Vader. Oh, man. And so that I understand because it's already so awesome. ingrained in the saga. Exactly. But you they have I mean? a Kylo Ren and a Phasma as well. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, but they also have, you know, uh, uh, drones are getting popular. Evidently, they're having a, a, a drone of the Millennium Falcon. Really? A, a, he said it kind of passing, and I haven't looked it up, hmm. but that would be kind of cool. That would be awesome. Um, so we have a couple links in the show notes, um, links to, so there's one that says the 10 best Star Wars Awakens toys from Force Friday. Um, there's also a report from, uh, you know, the Target Midnight Launch Report. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, Coffee with Kenobi, who, which you mentioned a minute ago, they were periscoping from line in Target or Walmart. Cantina Cast guys were out, you know, at midnight somewhere too. Uh, everybody was out buying stuff. And honestly, dude, outside of that BB-8... Granted, the Kylo Ren looks badass. I would love to have that. Um, there was also a lot of toys that I... And the pop toys look cool, too. Yes. Those look cool. But for me, I mean, my living situation and my monetary... The only things I would do is I would buy them, and they just go directly into storage. Right. I wouldn't be able to enjoy them right now. Right, right. And I don't have my man cave yet. You can see all the stuff behind me. It's just all piled up, pretty much. And yeah. so I'm not going on my way to buy toys. I'm more interested in the books and the comics and the story right now. But I did, that didn't stop me from putting BB-8 on my wish list from Amazon. So, listeners, <laughs> you can't even get them, honestly. No. I mean, they're so Actually, I think were... the BB-8 droid and I think the Kylo Ren doll, yeah, those are or Stan, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, those were the two that sold out the fastest. And there's a lot of cool stuff. The Legos intrigued me. Um, but there's plenty of people talking about it. There's plenty of videos. There's unboxing videos. StarWars.com did official unboxing videos. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot going on that day. Um, I think the only thing I really participated in that day was the Card Trader app. Yeah, and you know, Marshall and I. Well, Marshall doesn't spend as much time in this as I do. Um, I really enjoy the Card Trader app. Um, but for Force Friday, for they had a two day event that they released a. They've already released a preview set of the Force Awakens, which was an eight card set that was themed like the nineteen seventy seven original set. Right. Um, which which was, is cool. I got a lot yeah. Of those. those are cool. I've, I've got a complete set of those. But they released a a, a a premiere set that had a whole bunch of pictures from the from the new movie. And unfortunately, the only one I was able to get was the one with with Boyega, which was cool. <laughs> it was a, it's a really cool card. But there's like a set of ten. Right. And the cool thing is, if you got all ten, you could trade them in for a, spe- a special villain yeah. card. Yeah, and I didn't get all ten. I did. I think I did get a. I think I only. I got at least three or four of them. Um, I, well, you know, and that was cool, but that was really all I participated in. Yeah, and but it's it's cool because it's fun, it's free, and it's social. I mean, right. we're able to trade with other people and, and stuff. It so. was fun. All right, so before we get out of Star Wars, um, this has also been the big big thing the last couple of days or whatever. We're a hundred days out, man. I know. Wow, hundred days, and then we're 
stand in line. I think if we don't go anywhere, we just we might post up out in front of my little theater here in a tent. They better get it. Oh, oh, they're gonna get it. <laughs> they didn't get straight out of Compton for like a month. Well, look, this is not straight out of Compton. Bro. I'm just saying they're gonna get it. They get all the big ones. They do midnight shows too. They've done okay. midnight shows for the Twilight movies. Harry Potter movies, like, the wife's gone and seen all those, and, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a thing, dude. I'm excited. So Wherever we go, we're going to see it opening night. Indeed. All right, so I guess we're done with Star Wars? Yeah. I guess since we didn't cover a comic, that went quick. Moving on. Ready? Moving on. Last section. I can't imagine any kind of future where I am a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Pop culture, buddy. I'm going to let you take it away. I'm going to finish this brewski, and uh, you cover your news items, and then I'll throw some of mine in there. Yeah, mine. Uh, the first one I'm going to say is actually I can't believe I missed this. I mean, we talked about Wes Craven passing away last episode. Um, I listened to Babylon's home show this week, and they brought this other one up. I can't believe I missed it, though, was that on the September 1st, Disney legend Dean Jones passed away. Um, I mean, granted, he's been around a long time. Um, He's most well known for being a a staple of Disney movies in the 60s and 70s. He uh, was in the Herbie movies. Um, My favorite, he was in Blackbeard's Ghost. Just a ton of stuff. He was great. It's, uh, It's sad to see him go. He was one of those Disney icons. I mean, the Disney legends uh, have been around for a long time. And uh, he was inaugurated, I believe, in 1995. That shows how long ago wow. he was designated as a Disney legend. And I don't know, man. Like, I'm not as familiar as, as you are, of course. But I hate seeing, you know, when when there's a reaction like that, that means they did something. That yeah, means absolutely. That, and that means it's it's it matters. And, it, and especially if it's Disney-related, everybody contributes to Disney on some yeah, level. Yeah, I mean, you know? Dean Jones is, is part of my childhood. I mean, I grew up watching those movies. Yeah. Well, big bucket of win, right? Yeah, as, absolutely. As a more famous person says. Continue. <laughs> um, I have one bit of TV news. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of some of the shows on FXX, and uh, this week there's premieres for The League, their final season, and the second season of You're the Worst. So I'm excited about those. Nice. Um, hopefully I'll watch those in the next couple of days. I'm very excited. The, the rest of it is, uh, is mostly uh, just upcoming news. Um, it was announced uh, just in the last couple of days that Seth Rogen is, uh, you know, it's been known that he's bringing the very popular comic book series Preacher oh, um, yeah. out. Well, they released the first one sheet for it and announced that it's coming to AMC in May. Now, AMC, dude, is putting out great stuff. I mean, they're really doing it. Well, they did. I mean, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. And then now Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. And Comic Book Men, which I love. Mad Men. Mad Men. Um, it's MC is a force to be reckoned with, man. They are so. absolutely. Um, this one hit either yesterday or today, and it kind of surprised me. And what's surprised me most Did about it? Did it start? No. Oh no, May. Okay. Yeah, May. But this next bit of news is what's cracking me up is the backlash against it. Is uh, they're remaking Roadhouse, <laughs> which those of us who were children of the eighties and nineties remembers the brilliant, brilliantly cheesy. Uh, Patrick Swayze movie with oh, Sam Elliott. Um, I love Swayze, dude. Swayze. It was hardcore Swayze. <laughs> um, where he played a, a, a cooler, which is a bouncer's boss. And he takes down this guy in a small town when he's trying to recuperate the double deuce. Oh, my God. Um, which cracks me up because there's a double deuce in, in the Gaslight district that we see every year when we go to Disney. To, uh, oh, the Gaslight. You said Gaslight. Yeah. Oh, Gaslight. Not yeah. Gaslight. Sorry, my bad. I'm with you. And uh, so anyway, so they're making a remake, and it's been announced that it's going to be a female cooler in this one, and that's Ronda Rousey. Totally makes sense. She's marketable. I'm in. She's huge. I'm, t- I'm totally in. I'm going to see it. Let but me guess. The, they're upset that she's a woman. No, they're just upset that it's not Swayze. <laughs> Was he a thousand? Uh, Swayze's dead. Is he really? Yeah, he died a few years ago. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes, really. I'm going to cut out a couple of those reallys, but he did die, didn't he? Yep. Anyways, what did but, he die of? Uh, I want to say cancer, but I don't think it was cancer. <sighs> so people are upset that it's not Swayze, but he's dead. Right, but that's not the thing that they that, that cracks me up about this. It's like, well, you don't mess with Swayze. 
a lot of people forget that about 10 years ago, they did a sequel to Roadhouse. And it had, I think it was Jonathan Sheck playing it. Most people don't know him. He was in That Thing You Do Hmm. as the talent. And uh, he was also in, I think, American Werewolf in Paris, which was a very bad sequel of American Werewolf in London. (laughs) Um, You know, passable actor. But I'm like, you know, Swayze has kind of taken on iconic visage since then. And so it's like, don't mess with Swayze. But he's you also think? no longer alive. Yeah. It's just a crack scam. Um, <laughs> Swayze's These dead. next two uh, films that are coming out, I'm very excited for. Um, the first one is uh, Rob Reiner, who is great. Um, he did Spinal Tap. He was meat, uh, Meathead in All in the Family. Um, his dad is Carl Reiner, you know, one of the premier comedians of all time. Can't place him. Uh, Rob Reiner, he did a... Um, he, if you saw me, you'd know. But anyways, he, what I liked him best, he directed uh, American President, which is one of okay. my favorite movies of all time. Well, he's doing a, a new biopic um, based on LBJ, um, which looks great. Cool. Um, I'm really excited. The cast looks fantastic. No wonder you're excited. History. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the one I'm even more excited about is Edward Zwick, um, who's most well-known because he did Glory... Oh, yeah. Uh, he did yeah. um, uh, The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. He's really known for these very dramatic, drawn-out period pieces that really don't feel as long as they actually oh, are. Oh, Rob Reiner. Got it. Okay, continue. Um, but anyways, Edward Zwick is doing a, a biopic on Bobby Fischer, yeah. who is fascinating. Bobby Fischer is the greatest American chess player of all time. Crazy. Um, he's famous because he won, and then he disappeared. Right. And everything. And anyways, he had a very famous... Uh, rivalry with Boris Spassky in the in the seventies and and uh, and I think into the eighties and uh, I don't understand how you know this, but continue. Anyways, uh, huge rivalry during the Cold War. It was just one of the many battles, uh, many main many fields of battle that the Cold War was fought. Um, but I believe it's Toby Maguire is going to be playing uh, uh, Bobby Fischer. I'm excited because Lee F. Shriver is playing. Boris Spassky, which is great, but they've just cool. got a whole bunch of people in this movie. Um, one of my favorite movies uh, that came out about 15 years ago is a movie called Searching for Bobby Fischer, yeah. which is about a kid prodigy with Ben Kingsley's that. in it. Joe Mantegna is in it. So I'm just, I, I love biopics that are um, about people you don't normally see biopics about. Cool, dude. So that's cool. So uh, that's it for the main news. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing real reviews a little bit differently for the next few weeks because, uh, like I said, we're in a smaller town now. I don't get a chance to go to the theaters. Well, uh, I've always been in a small town. Well, true. I'm in a small th- a small <laughs> town now. I don't get a chance to go to see the, the movies in the theaters as much anymore. So I'm going to do a little thing of um, highlighting a, a, a group of trailers. Um, and we are now at the end of summer heading into fall with a whole bunch of film festivals going on right now, uh, most like most Notably, Telluride, um, Toronto's coming up soon. It's the beginning of releases for movies that are going to be considered for awards. Um, so I picked six tra- or five trailers for, for us to, to share that I think are going to get major awards buzz. Um, the links are in the show notes, but I highly recommend you go watch these trailers and then go see them in the theaters. Um, the first one is called Suffragette, and it's with Meryl Streep, Carrie Mulligan, um, and it's basically about the suffragette movement in... Um, the UK in the 1910s. So it takes place around the time of Mary Poppins. Looks phenomenal. Great cast. Uh, Concussion, I mentioned this last week. It's based about uh, the doctor who discovered CTE in NFL athletes and his struggle against the NFL um, to get it recognized. Um, That's with uh, um, Will Smith. Um, The Danish Girl looks phenomenal. It's with uh, Eddie Redmayne. And he plays a, a transgender uh, w- a woman who uh, was a, an artist, and he was married. And his wife helped him with the transition to getting one of the first sex change operations. Oh, interesting. That was successful. They were both artists, and she uh, did portraiture of of uh, the transition. And everything beautiful. Mm. And Eddie Raymond looks incredible, and he could easily win back to back Oscars. Wow, neat. Um, he's going to get a major challenge from Johnny Depp and Black Mass. Which is a story of, of Whitey Bulger, and he gets he gets lost in the role. Yeah. It's phenomenal, and that is getting great buzz out of Telluride. 
Um, the one actually I hadn't even heard anything about until this week is a new movie called The Revenant, hmm. and it stars Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, and it DiCaprio's takes, back, huh? He is, and he's getting major consideration for another nomination. Hopefully, he might win this time. Yeah. Um, but this takes place in the 1820s, and he plays a frontiersman who gets mauled by a bear and left by his group for dead. <laughs> he survives and then wreaks vengeance on the group that left him. Oh, that's badass. Um, it's loosely based on a true story. I believe it's based on, uh, uh, I think his name is Jim Bridger. Okay. Um, because he famously got mauled by a bear and survived. That sounds about right. Um, and he is most famous for being one of the first people to really open up the West. Uh, his trail going from California to Salt Lake City has now become uh, Interstate 15. Very cool. All the way through Vegas and everything. His original trail is now a major interstate. So really kind of cool. I'm, and I saw the trailer for the first time today, and it looks brilliantly filmed. Yeah, so. I haven't seen any of these. I'll check them out, dude. That's yeah. Cool. So I'm excited. So there's that. And then this one I put in specifically for you. Oh, thanks. Uh, there's a new trailer for the season two of The Flash. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm so pumped. Um, we talked about uh, Legends of Tomorrow last week. Um, I think it was last week. Yep. And so now they're specifically focusing on The Flash TV show. And this looks really good. Yeah, The Flash is it's a phenomenal series, and um, I I absolutely can't wait. It's like I said, between the two, I like Arrow a little more. Season three got some flack, but I liked it because it was darker and it had Rage Al Ghul and that kind of thing. But yeah, I need to get into Arrow because I'm a huge fan of um, John Barrowman. Oh yeah, he plays who plays Malcolm, Captain Jack in the dark in the Doctor he Who plays Malcolm Hunters. Reynolds in in uh, not Malcolm Reynolds. Uh, I don't think he's uh, Nathan Fillion. What, did I just say Malcolm Reynolds? You did. Wow. He plays he plays Malcolm Merlin in The Arrow, and he is absolutely phenomenal. He's by far my favorite. Well, Behrman is brilliant in everything. And if you watch, I don't want to spoil anything, you need to watch The Arrow and catch up before the next season, if possible, because okay. when you get to season three, okay, it's all about Barrowman. Just he really, Merlin does it, dude. It's 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 the, what he ends up doing is is exactly what I think he should always do in everything. Cool. Because so, anyway, one of my one of my favorite experiences from our first Comic Con was I went and saw a panel with John Barrowman. Yeah, and it was phenomenal. He's so good. Um, I'm right now I'm binging Criminal Minds and I'm almost caught up. And so I'll I'll probably pick yeah, take a break and watch Arrow. Yeah, I'll probably watch uh, Flash and Arrow next. Yeah. So. Um, should I watch them concurrently? Watch, or? yeah, I would watch, um, they start, I can't remember when they first cross over, but some of the characters show up in each, in each of the I'm shows. I'm sure I can find a chronology on Yeah, that. find the chronology and watch it in that order, okay. because we watched them each week, we'd watch the Arrow, because the Arrow came on first, and then well, no, like, Flash, then Arrow. It's like watching Marvel. Yeah. I mean, you gotta watch really Agents good. of S.H.I.E.L.D. in order with the movies, and exactly. Agent Carter, and stuff like that. So. so, definitely check it out. Um, should we get to this stuff? Yes. Alright, so, I have a couple things in here, TV stuff. Uh, we talked about Legends of Tomorrow. There's a cool feature out. I put a link on the show notes just about interviews with the cast. They're talking about their characters. Um, I cannot wait for Legends of Tomorrow. It's going to be so cool. The, the, the trailer we watched last week was phenomenal. Even the producer or the writer, I can't remember who said it, but he goes, yeah, we don't know how we're going to deal with the immortal. Uh, you know, he even, I couldn't believe he said it. He said, we don't know how we're going to deal with, I can't remember the villain's name now, but... You know, he's an immortal. We don't know how we're going to deal with him quite yet, but yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. It was pretty cool. Um, so, Well, I just love how there are, and like in superhero shows and comics and everything, there are immortals and yeah. people like Apocalypse and whatever. And just kind of a throwback to comics really quick. There's a new run starting in Marvel this week. I think it was this week or last week, but it's Deadpool versus Thanos. Oh, yeah. I got that one. I can't wait to check that one out. <laughs> Deadpool? Okay. We talked about this. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, right? That's I read that while I was at a camp uh, a month or so ago. And he just goes around and kills everybody. He he kills the Hulk. He kills everybody. And they try to kill him, but yeah. there's just nothing they're going to do against Deadpool. Um, and it's, it's, it's a great run. Uh, anyway, that aside. Uh, so this other thing I have in here is just really a quick thing. It's a link that talks about uh, Lincoln from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They revealed his... Uh, superhero name i guess is the best way to say it and um he's the guy who was on the with the uh inhumans got to be friends with sky and there was some back and forth there a little bit and then uh, but he has electric powers right and they're gonna call him spark plug which i think is badass 
So please tell me he's a mechanic. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, is he a mechanic? No, no, but he's cool. Okay, cool. Anyway, so that's gonna be cool. That was just there's a video attached to, so check that out. And then there's this, the only thing I keep seeing is Chris Evans is just like keeps talking about how much he wants to be continue to you know i guess in the beginning he was saying well people were worried maybe he didn't want to be captain america forever and that kind of thing and you could tell he loves it yeah and he's like and especially i mean he goes in costume to mm-hmm. children's hospitals too. the way that he and chris pratt i know play off each other is fantastic it's, it's really cool so he's confirmed he's going to be in avengers 3 and 4 which we were all kind of assuming but yeah. it's nice to get confirmation and he's all about playing captain america till they tell him to stop so i think that's great so he i think he he plays the role perfectly and the fact that he's willing to do it, you know, there's that controversy, not controversy, I guess there's the up in the air with um, Robert Iron Downey Man, Jr. Um, yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. trying to figure out if he's going to continue with Iron Man, that kind of thing, but I'm, I'm glad Evans is going to stick around, so that's cool. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird, I mean, everybody is becoming successful with these movies, but Robert Downey Jr. has become phenomenally wealthy. Yeah. Because he, uh, he, I mean, he was a main major star going in, right. and he got such good back end money. I think, if I remember correctly, still hearing, but the back end money on the original Iron Man, I think he still made fifty million dollars. Wow! And that movie's that movie's great. Oh, phenomenal! And I mean, and John Favreau is. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone talks about, and this actually this is something we meant to talk about. And we didn't bring it up, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Kevin Feige re- requires right. a lot of credit. For, for what has gone on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. But you cannot overestimate what John Favreau did in rebooting this phenomenon. I'm with you, man. And I think, I mean, everything with the way the movie... He did a perfect job with the movie, but the casting was perfect. Casting was great. Direction was great. The addition of the Easter egg in the credits is yeah, great. So cool. Um, um, so the the big thing with Kevin Feige yeah, is that, that um, Disney has done some restructuring in the Marvel uh, administration, and uh, um, I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name who's head of Marvel Entertainment, but oh, he was right. basically Feige's boss, and he's basically been the one who's kind of reined in spending because Marvel is so successful because they really don't spend a ton of money. Um, but they restructured, which is brilliant, brilliant because they're making boatloads on the back end, absolutely, <laughs> which gives them the opportunity to to what do so many name? projects. I can't remember his name. Uh, um, but uh, they, they they restructured and they basically split Marvel into two different uh, companies, right? And the first one is Kevin Feige is now taking control of Marvel Cinematic, I think is what it's called, yep. and he's basically in charge of the movies, right? Then, everything everything connected to the movies, right? The other guy is staying in control of TV and the comics and merchandising. Everything else. Everything else. But the big thing about this is, is now Kevin Feige uh, re- uh, reports directly to Alan Horn, who's the uh, head of Disney Entertainment. So that's, They have a lot of money. They have a lot of money. And I don't think they're going to put limits on any of it. No. Any to to kind of give you an idea, um, in the hierarchy, it's going to be Kevin Feige to Alan Horn <laughs> to Bob Iger. <laughs> to God, <laughs> to God, and then Thanos, and <laughs> Thanos, and then the genie, <laughs> and then there's yeah, genie, yeah, That's and John Lasseter's up there with Alan Horn. Um, but I mean, this just shows that they are totally buying into Marvel. Yeah. They're totally buying into Star Wars. And with good reason. Why not spend a jillion dollars on a movie that's going to make eight jillion dollars? Yeah, and we're Granted, not. And we're, those aren't real numbers. No. And the thing is, is it's not all about first weekend box office, right. which is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it'd be phenomenal for every Marvel movie to make between 80 and $140 million right. in every opening weekend. Um, but the thing is, is they are making such phenomenal product they that they're going to make money in TV. They're going to make money in, in digital release. They're going to be making money for 50 years on this product. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not going to be like, you know, the, uh, the Nick Fury with Hasselhoff, or right, right. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but the Punisher with Thomas Jane, or I think it was the Punisher with uh, Dolph Lundgren. Um, you know these, which were weak stories that they were making to save the property. Right. They've created such a, a property base now that they can build on this for decades. And yeah, I think this can only be good. Absolutely, we're going to get better movies, and we're going to get bigger budgets, which means better quality, better actors. Mm-hmm. I mean, not better. I mean, we get great actors anyway, but Absolutely. that means we can get anybody to do anything right. because and, we can spend money on them. Yeah, in in this week's and weekend's uh, 
Babylon Home Show, Kevin Smith hit the nail on the head. Is yeah, what did he say? I he was said, just thinking of that. He said, "What if you offered Spielberg <laughs> to come in? Oh, could you imagine? Or yeah. if you invited Tarantino to come in and do Silver Surfer? Right? Because Tarantino is a huge, huge Silver Surfer fan. A lot of people forget. If you remember the old uh, uh, the '90s movie Crimson Tide, yeah." Right, which was a submarine movie with Denzel Washington. I remember the submarine and Gene Hackman movie. <laughs> but there's a specific scene where radar operators are arguing about what was the real Silver Surfer, the Kirby Silver Surfer, or oh you know whatever. That scene was written by Tarantino. They brought Tarantino in to write that scene. And that's so. If you can afford to get the people who love the properties, I think they were saying this on the show too. If you can get the people who love the properties, and you can afford to pay them, mm-hmm. they're going to do it so well. Think about, I mean. I mean, honestly, J.J.'s the right person for this, too. He's a Star he's Wars a, fan. He's a huge Star Wars fan. And, and by the gods, man, we, you know, I think that maybe that's why we don't have as many downloads last week, because the title was Damn You, Abrams. We're saying damn you because you're doing, you're going to do it well. Yes. We're very excited about it, and tell us more. We're upset because we don't know anything. Absolutely. Sorry. Rant over. Which, uh, we don't want spoilers, so it's kind of a double-edged so, sword. So, not rant. Unrant. That's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see? Backwards. So are we good? We're good. All right, man. That was a good one. I think um, I'm excited about all this stuff. We're going to get more. I mean, I'm really excited about next week talking comics. I want to talk about Deadpool and Thanos, mostly just in maybe in passing, just because I know you haven't read a lot of the other Deadpool stuff, but I'm on a Deadpool kick. So I would love to talk about that, too. Dude, I, I, that's another thing is, um, and this is where Fox is hitting it. Oh, uh, there's also Mrs. Deadpool and the Howling Commandos, yes. which I'm about to read, too. Which... You know, a lot of people think Howling Commandos, Captain America movie. Right. The Howling Commandos started back in the forties so as uh, the the squadron that uh, or the uh, the regiment that uh, Nick Fury was right. head of. Right. So no, it's gonna be great, dude. I'm very excited about it. All right. So we almost forgot. We have to do our drawing. Yes. So episode thirty drawing. Episode thirty drawing. I'm gonna use my randomizer app that I use to pick on children in class. We have Paul, Andreas, Dan, Redna, Hathewas, uh, sure, John, because he sent me beer, and Jesse. Ready? Ready. So, by random itemness, the winner is. <laughs> oh, he's going to be pumped. <laughs> Redna is the winner this week. Redna gets a hypercrate. So, Redna, we will be... Well, I'll find you, bro. I know where you're at. So, congratulations, dude. Um, You'll hear this, maybe. If not, I'll hit you up later in the week and let you know you won. So, congratulations. Thanks for being a patron. And thanks to all our patrons. Keep patronizing us. No, that's not it. Keep being a patron. Patronizing. Patronizing? That's Mm -hmm. a thing? Sounds like they're being mean. It's two different uses. Mm, Indeed. So, said the English major. Ready? Ready. (laughs) All right. So, let's close this out, man. Congratulations. Thanks for being a patron. We appreciate it. Um, All right. So, should we close this out? Close it out. All right, man. So, thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. We welcome all feedback. So, if you have comments or questions or want to read the blogs discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Swotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is? I am Will Griggs. We are on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, so take the time to give us a positive rating and like us and share us on all the other social medias. We love it. Give us more ratings. Give us more love. AudibleTrial.com slash usual podcast. Get a free book. Get Aftermath. It's going to be good, I think, in the long run. And donate. Help us out. Patreon.com slash usual podcast. And thank you for sharing a frosty beverage. Indeed. And we'll see you all next week.